If I don't put it there, I'm going to drop it on the floor and spill it and make a big old mess. So I got to, y'all got to give me a second to get set up here. With mask and towel and everything else. Praise the Lord. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. 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 I will uh, concur that we are privileged to be here. It is not y'all's privilege. It is entirely our privilege to be here. I am thankful tonight that I have my wife and my children with me. I am grateful. Uh, they uh, give honor to, to my wife, and, and they were able to work out. She's a, a school teacher, uh, teaches high school English, so she gets saved every day. It's amazing. Prays through and speaks in tongues and all kinds of great things. Uh, by the time she ends up dealing with all the bad kids. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, she is a um, high school English teacher, of course, being off for the summertime and all this craziness, was able to travel and be here and my children with us. So thankful for that. I give honor again to Pastor and to uh, all of you. Thank you for allowing us to be here with you tonight. I, I, want to, uh, I want to start with just maybe a, a little bit of a... Uh, uh, this might be a little bit more lighthearted, um, but I believe I'm in the vein of what God is doing tonight. Uh, we have already established that the presence of God is here. There's no question. Uh, God has moved into this place. If you don't recognize that yet, then I pray that you will. God is ministering here already tonight. I uh, just am so grateful that we could be here to be a part of this. I want to start with maybe just a little bit of a... Uh, little joke for you here, maybe a little tongue-in-cheek if you don't mind. You know it's going to be a bad day when? Let me give you a couple of reasons how you know it's going to be a bad day. You know it's going to be a bad day when you turn on the morning news and they're showing you displaying on the news emergency routes to get out of town. You know that's going to be a bad day. Whatever's going on, that's going to be a bad day. You know that it's going to be a bad day when you walk into work and your boss says, hey, don't even worry about taking your jacket off. You know that's probably going to be a bad day. You know that it's going to be a bad day if you are driving down the highway and in front of you, you realize that you have a group of Hells Angels motorcycle gang riding in front of you and all of a sudden your horn gets stuck. That's probably going to set you up for a pretty bad day. You know that you're having a bad day when you jump out of bed and miss the floor entirely. You know that you're going to have a bad day when you fall up the stairs instead of down. You know that you're going to have a bad day when you call suicide prevention and they put you on hold. <laughs> That's pretty much signs of a bad day. The truth of the matter is that uh, we all have bad days, don't we? We all have times where we get discouraged. But my subject today is simply this. I've still got joy. No matter what I face, no matter what I'm going through, I've still got joy. Now, I'm not so naive to think that we will always be on top of the world. I told you this morning that our life is going to be full of trouble. I know that we're not always going to be walking on a mountain, for there will be occasion that we will have to travel in the valley for a little while. But neither am I also so spiritually ignorant that I am not aware that God has provided for us in times of those valleys of experiences. In this life, we will have tribulation. In this life, we will have trouble. In this life we will have difficulty in this life we will have trials we will have sickness we will have hard times the storm will rise against us the winds will blow at us the waves will crash against your life there will be discouragement 
Things will not go as planned. Sorrow will come. Weeping may endure. Financial difficulties are sure to come your way. Dark days will happen. Uncertain times and you'll even have to wear masks every once in a while. But the thing that God has provided for us in those hard times is simply one word. Joy. If you have your Bibles, turn to Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. I read from there, a very simple scripture. A couple verses here that when we begin to read, we see that, that, that we have joy. Habakkuk 3 and 17, if you have it, follow along. It says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail and the field shall yield no meat. That sounds like a terrible day. If the fields are bringing no meat to the table, I, I don't even know why we're even here. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Look at verse 18. It says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Verse 19, the Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet and he will make me to walk upon mine high places you see I promise you that you're going to have hard times I even told you this morning that you're going to experience tough times but God has already confirmed in this service already today that his presence is with us he will not leave us nor forsake us no matter what you're going through no matter what you're facing God is still in control Psalms 30 and 5 says, For his anger endureth but just a moment, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Isaiah 61 and 3 says, To point unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for their ashes, the oil of joy for their mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. The outward rejoicing rejoicing comes from an inward satisfa satisfaction that I know that Jesus Christ is still in control. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be you sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't know what you came here tonight carrying. I don't know what burdens have been brought to you. I don't know what the doctor just told you just a few weeks ago. I don't know that if you've been tested or not for the whether or not you have this virus going around or you have family members that maybe have succumbed already to this virus. I don't know how many of you are battling maybe with a, a, a diagnosis of cancer. Or maybe job situations have been turned upside down because of all that is going on in this world. I understand that in a room this size with this number of people we are facing a multitude of needs desires hurts and pains I get that I understand as I look across this room that every day you don't wake up feeling as happy as you want to be but I've come to tell you first Peter 4 and 12 I say it as Peter did beloved think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you Verse 13 says, but rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. 
What brings me joy? It's not my circumstances. It's not my diagnosis. It's not my troubles. It's not what I'm facing. What brings me joy is salvation. What brings me joy is that I am not on my own, that I don't walk through life by myself, that I don't face my problems alone. What brings me joy is that he carries me. The Bible says he upholds me in his hands. Everywhere I go and everything I do, he's with me. I need somebody to touch your neighbor and say, I've still got joy. Oh yeah, I've got troubles, but I've got joys. I've got problems, but I've got joy. I've got sickness, but I've got joy. I have trials, but I have joy. I've got bills to pay, but I've got joy. Yes, I have difficulties, but I still have joy. You see, when you and I have salvation and we are walking in the truth of God's word and we are blessed by God, we have joy not because we have a new car. There's nothing wrong with a nice new car. If you have one you want to give away, I'll gladly take it. I love new cars. They just released pictures of the new Bronco. Y'all seen that thing? Oh my Lord Jesus. I'm going to start another church. Hopefully I can get enough money to buy it. I'm just kidding. I think that's the reverse way of doing it. <laughs> you say, well, I don't have more money. As a matter of fact, at my job, they're cutting back on hours. They're not letting us work like we, we normally do. You, you, you don't know what I'm going through. I'm not, I don't, you don't have joy because you earn overtime. You don't have joy because you're building a nice new house. You don't have joy because you got a new job. You don't have joy even because you got a raise on the job. Why do we have joy? Because I can rejoice in knowing that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And no matter what comes my way, I've still got joy. What brings joy? Well, when I was young, we used to sing it like this. I think we might have touched it tonight. I'm not sure. We hit a lot of the good ones. When I was a kid, we used to sing, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me. If I need to know why I got joy, I can remember that he saved me from a burning hell. That's when I get joy. Not from the things that accompany salvation, but from him and his work and what he's done in me. In the fiery furnace, I've got joy. In the lion's den, joy, joy. In the Red Sea, joy, joy, joy. In front of the walls of Jericho, they had joy. In prison, in stocks and bonds, after being beaten time and time again, they still had joy. In troubles, joy. In sickness, joy. In difficulty, joy. Even in the darkest hour of your life, you can still have joy. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. You see, that's joy. Because joy says, you know what, I, I might be going through a hard time right now. But I remember just not too long ago when my baby was sick and I didn't have a hope. But God stepped in. I remember not too long ago when I didn't have two dimes to run together. But God stepped in. I remember not too long ago when I couldn't find a job. But God stepped in. That's why I have joy. So often, our joy is based on our feelings. But God never attempted to worry about our feelings. We as Christians, sometimes 
we get that confused. We, we think, well, why isn't God making me feel better? Because God doesn't worry so much about your feelings. He worries about your condition and your situation. Isaiah 12 and 2 says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Verse 3, Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Psalms 51 and 12 says, Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Uphold me, Lord, with thy free spirit. You see, when you have joy, you go from doubt to trust. When you have joy, you go from complaining to confidence. When you have joy, you go from trusting in man to believing in God. When you have joy, you go from the valley to the mountaintop. Hear me, when you have joy, you go from dead church to revival church. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. When I have joy, I can face anything that comes my way. When I have joy, no, I didn't tell you that I was going to like the situation, but I know I can get through it. Why? Because I've got joy. The Bible never tells us to wake up and rejoice because everything around us is falling apart. But it says, in the midst of my troubles, in the midst of my circumstance, in the midst of my storms, I can still have joy. You say, well, I don't know if I've got anything to be excited about. Let me give you a couple things to be excited about. Well, number one, you know him. Number two, God has done something for you. Number three, you are saved. You've been redeemed. Your sins have been washed away and you're on your way to heaven. You've got something to be excited about. When I think of his goodness, what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, I will shout, I will dance, I will sing, and I will clap. The old song says, all night, all night. Amen. Happiness is an emotion. It is predicated by our circumstances. Man has sought happiness in money. Man has sought happiness in possessions. Man has sought happiness in relationships. Man has sought happiness in drugs. Man has sought happiness in alcohol. Man has sought happiness in fleeting times and moments of just fun. But eventually they find that it is just an emotion that changes. And it cannot be sustained. But the difference is joy doesn't come from me. Joy is not based on what I'm going through. Joy doesn't matter what you say to me or what you think about me. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. It didn't come from you and it didn't come from me. My joy comes from Him. I've still got joy. Why do you have joy? Don't you understand what's going on in your life? It doesn't matter. I've got joy because I still know who's in control. I've got joy because I can still trust in Him. Yes, I know we're in unprecedented times. Yes, I know that we have to wear masks and do all these things. Yes, I know that you are frustrated. Pastor mentioned it a few minutes ago. There's frustration and anger and people not understanding what to do. Decisions being made about your children and education. And how are we going to live life? And how are we going to do all these things? And, and, and people are just feel like they're banging their head against the wall. Numbers and depression... 
are on the rise astronomically. It's not just in the world. It's in the church too. I told my church a few weeks ago under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I believe it 100%. The reason that we're seeing depression in church is because dancing has declined. We're not dancing like we used to dance anymore. We come here and we feel the weight and the heaviness of the world on us. And we sit in our pew and we want so bad to just raise our hands and worship him. But we feel all of this on top of us. Our joy is being taken from us. Our strength, the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if Satan will come and he will manipulate and take your joy from you do you not realize that he is taking from you your strength why would he not attack you at your strongest point why would he not as he's if he is such a wise enemy that we know that he is why would he not come at you at the one thing that may allow you to overcome his attack We serve a powerful God, but we also have a wise enemy. He knows you. He sees you. And he knows what you're going through. And he knows that if he can take away your joy, if he can pile on enough of that dark cloud, that depression, that frustration, if he can put a spirit of murmuring and complaining inside of you, if he can get in your ear and just start fussing, well, God doesn't really love us. If he really loved us, we wouldn't be going through all this stuff. What are we facing now? You want to know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. It's the same spirit that caused the children of Israel to wander 40 more years. Well, why didn't God do it this way? Why didn't God do it like that? <laughs> why don't we just stop and let God be God? And know that he's still in control. I still have joy. Joel 1 and 9 says the meat offering and the drink offering is cut off from the house of the Lord. The priest, the Lord's ministers, they mourn. Verse 10 says the field is wasted, the land mourneth. For the corn is wasted, the new wine is dried up, and the oil languisheth. Verse 11, be you ashamed, O you husbandmen. How, O you vine dressers, for the wheat and for the barley, because the harvest of the field is perished. The harvest of the field is gone. All that we've worked for, all that we've done is gone. Verse 12 says, the vine is dried up and the fig tree languisheth. The pomegranate tree the palm tree also, and also the apple tree. Even all the trees of the field are withered. Why? Because joy is withered away from the sons of man. You want to see God do great things in these last days? A harvest cannot happen where there is no joy. A harvest cannot happen when joy is withered away from the sons of man. The trees begin to dry up. The vines begin to dry up. They no longer produce the fruit that they're called to produce. We are called to be a people that rejoice. We are called to be a people that raise our hands and lift our voice. We are called to walk in joy. David danced in the presence of God. For him to get there, he had to take off his kingly robe. Why? Because that was what man had put on him. 
That was what he wore. That was his sign of who he was. That's the sign of what he had become. Maybe, just maybe, we could call it pride. When David took off his kingly robe and he laid it on the ground, he laid down his pride and he began to dance in the presence of God. His wife looked out. We know the story. It saw him. It was embarrassed by him. David realized one thing and one thing for sure. And I'm closing with this. We've already had the presence of God move in this place. God has already ministered. Some of you are already worn slap out. I understand. But I'm going to tell you right now. What you need is more joy. Amen. What you're missing in your life is joy. I'm not talking about happiness that will come and go. I'm not talking about happiness that'll be gone in the morning. I'm talking about joy. David danced in the presence of God. David laid down his kingly robe and he realized the only thing that I can do when the presence of God comes at me, the only thing that I can do when I get in his presence is dance. Maybe you're here today and you're tired of your mask. Maybe you're here today and you've been battling depression. Maybe you've got some terrible news in the last few weeks. Maybe you don't understand what's going on, but I've come to tell you today, I've still got joy. What about your job? I've still got joy. What about your family? I've still got joy. What about cancer? I've still got joy. What about hard times? I've still got joy. What about your children being sick? I've still got joy. What about, what about your circumstance? I've still got joy. So often. Woo. Tell you what. Maybe somebody here today says, you know what, if I could just get through this. If I could just get through this thing, then I'll have joy again. But maybe, just maybe, just maybe. Maybe God's bringing you through this to see if you'll have joy in the middle of it. And as soon as you show him, hey, I've still got joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I've still got strength. I can still get through it. I can still make it. I can still keep on keeping on. When you show him that, maybe he takes it away. Whatever it is you're facing. I challenge you today. They're getting ready to sing. I'm going to ask you to stand. I know these are a little bit different times and circumstances. But I challenge you today. If you're wearing a dark cloud, if you felt like when you walked in this place today, there's a spirit of heaviness on you. I want you to just raise your hands and say, I've still got joy. Yeah, but what about this? I've still got joy. What about that? I've still got joy. What about your job? I've still got joy. What about your family? I've still got joy. I've still got joy. Joy gives you the liberty to walk in his presence. Joy gives you the strength to walk through the valley. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because he's with me. I still got joy. 
Now there may be somebody here today and you say, hey, I hear you preaching, but I don't feel very joyful. I don't feel joy today. I don't feel like worshiping and praising. I don't feel like I can get through it. I've already read it, but I'm going to take you back to it. Isaiah chapter 61 and 3. I'm sorry for those up in the room. I went out of order here. I'm going to challenge you today. They're getting ready to sing, and I'm going to get out of the way. And your remedy is right here, right now in this scripture. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. You say, what am I supposed to do? I'm going to challenge you to take off that kingly robe. Take off that pride. Take off that frustration. Take off that annoyance. Take off those hard times. Take off the bad week you've had. Take off the children's being brat. Take it all off. Put on that garment of praise for just a few moments. We're already there tonight. It's already God's already done what he, He's already begun what He's going to do tonight. But we're going to put on a garment of praise, and in that going to be reminded that we still have joy. Now, I don't have all the answers. The Bible never said I would, but I've still got joy. No, I don't have the diagnosis that I wanted to hear from the doctor, but I still got joy. Be real candid with you. I just found out last week my mother has got breast cancer. They're going to go Monday and they're going to find out what's going on. They're going to, they're going to do, uh, uh, she's got to meet with the surgeon and the oncologist and uh, they've already done the biopsies. They all this crazy stuff going on. You wake up in the morning and we've got two choices. I don't know the future. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to be able to do surgery. We're going to find out tomorrow, supposedly. Can't even go to the, doc to the doctor with her. Nobody can go with her. You know, it's craziness. We live in a crazy world. But as soon as she called me, biopsies come back. It's cancer. They found it in three spots for sure. They want to do an MRI. They're going to find out what's going on. It's cancer. It's for sure. I was quickened. God said, you still got joy. Yeah. You choose how you handle this. It's not going to be easy. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what's going to happen. I obviously am not a doctor. Y'all figured that out already. But I know this. God's still in control. Either I trust him or I don't. Even, even I, I, I have faith in him or I don't. It's up to me to decide every day I get out of bed. I've still got joy. you're going through, you still got joy. Come on, I need somebody to say, I still got joy. Woo. Say, I don't know if I feel that. I don't know if I understand that. Put on that garment of praise. Take off that spirit of heaviness. Let God's joy heal you. Sing and worship. Hallelujah.